Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Believe in Arizona Football Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. My name is Eddie Law, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, former Arizona Wildcats corner, number five in your programs. Ladies and gentlemen, he is Shaquille Richardson. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. Yes, sir. We're back again. We got back with a W, too. I mean, yeah. it, it can't get no better than that. I mean, coming no up a W, sure. come on now. Mm-hmm. We undefeated in conference play. You know, we got one loss first game of the season, and we uh finding new strengths every week, so that's good news. Yeah, sneaky with it's a sneaky four and one too. Like no one thought we'd be here. All right, I mean, I'm, yeah. we believed it, but you yeah. know, people, this is a sneaky four and one. We're getting, we're, we're sneaking up on yeah. some people for sure. Yeah, tell them don't even worry about it. Next week. Yeah. I hear that. All right, folks, if you enjoy this show, please help us out by hitting that subscribe button on your favorite podcast outlet, including in iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Luminary, and TuneIn. Leave us a rating. It would be so kind. You could also find us at Believe.com. So, well, what a game that was for Arizona, man. It, it wasn't pretty, but it was important, right? And, and it seems like at least with the past few seasons, we've done pretty well versus Colorado, but especially Khalil Tate. I mean, he had the, the stats that you wanted out of a, a – out of your quarterback that wasn't, you know, running too much. 31 for 41, 404 yards, three touchdowns. He had that one pick, but he only carried the ball four times to 23 yards, and it was like when he absolutely had to. So what did you think of of his – you know, what did you think of, of his game for this time around? Oh, yeah, he had a great game. That's a NFL prospect type of game that he put on, throwing the ball, reading the coverages, uh, dropping dimes, big plays, airtime on his footballs. You know, he uh, he bought out, really. I think that time off on the sideline that he had and watching a full game uh, from the sideline, I think that gave him a, a very good perspective of the plays to be made when he got back in there. He took full advantage of it. And dude, we didn't even know he was going to play until he stepped – literally until he stepped on the field. I mean, right. Colorado got the ball first, right? And so then when we finally got it, it was like, who's there? I mean, Grant Gunnell had his helmet on. He was on the sideline. Khalil Tate had his helmet on. He was on the sideline. And it wasn't until he was on the actual field that you just saw, like, the Colorado sideline going, oh, okay, we got him. Oh, no. Right? Yeah. Game time decision. You know, actually, my first start was like that. I didn't mm-hmm. – uh, when I was a freshman, I didn't even know that I was going to be playing until – starting until uh, Trevor Wade was like, oh, yeah, I can't go. He's going to be going. I, I was super excited, super crazy. But, yeah, you know, that's that suspense going up into the game, not knowing if you're going to play or not. Mm-hmm. That, uh, that gives you a lot of uh, a rush of energy, you know, right before you get out there. and. I think uh, with that injury that he had, the hamstring, that might be another reason why he didn't uh, run as much. Mm-hmm. You know, the coaches put in a game plan to keep him healthy, keep him safe, and use his other skills, you know, that he might not have been able to show previous to that small injury. Right. When you talk about Khalil Tate, and they were saying this during the entire broadcast, they kept repeating that, you know, preseason, he was thought of as somebody that could maybe challenge for, you know, for, for the Heisman. Now, obviously, yeah. you know, injuries derailed and all that, but he didn't really run very much in this one. Like I said, four carries, 23 yards. Versus Texas Tech, he ran 17 times for 129 and a touchdown, and he even ran it 13 times for 108 against Hawaii. And if you look at his, you know, his, his, his uh, you know, his, his history with Colorado, he normally runs him in, you know, into the ground. So what do you think about Cleo Tate? Is he sort of like a – I mean, now he's – in my opinion, he's showing kind of like a pick-your-poison type of game, right? Like, I beat you with my legs or my arm. Which one do you want? Right, right. No, no honestly, uh, talking about it just this shortly, um, now that I think about it, uh, I think it I think it might have to do with that uh, that hamstring, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want to – you don't want to just go out there and open it up and re-injure something. Especially right. Especially if you play quarterback, you want to – stay healthy and you don't have to win every game running the ball 
as a quarterback, you can throw the ball. And Tate can throw the ball, clearly. You know, 31 for 41, a lot of yards, a lot of touchdowns. He hit some people on the money uh, all game. So I think uh, I think he just had that chance to uh, to show what he can do in the past game alone, you know, especially subconsciously knowing that he's coming off a hamstring. Right. And then he hit, I mean, the, the stat was incredible. 11 different receivers and none more than Brian Castile, who caught seven for 74 in a score. And he could have had that second or he could have had a second touchdown. I think early in the first quarter, he just couldn't hang on to the ball, but um, in the corner of the end zone. But, you know, when Khalil is using his arm, like, I mean, as a player, when you, you know, when you know your quarterback's going to throw the ball, you know, throw you the ball, I'm sure you get like super excited. You're, you're, you know, you start balling out for, for your quarterback, right? <laughs> well, yeah. Our receivers definitely stepped up for uh, yeah. for Tate, but I mean they they've been doing you know they've been doing a uh, well all season just waiting for opportunities. We all run first team with a very mm-hmm. athletic quarterback throwing touchdowns all week. I'm sure, mm-hmm. so they they for sure were confident. And I think I think we got a good team, man. You know we didn't play as well defense as I thought we should have played, but mm-hmm. uh, remember how I told you how the defense has to be the yin to the offense's yang type of mm-hmm. thing, and it, it's kind of the same for uh. Or when the defense is struggling, the mm-hmm. offense got to put up more points, you know. And uh, if we if we play well this well together as a team, uh, it's a lot of good, 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 a lot more good games coming uh, this season. Right. I mean, and, and look at the last three games. They're outscoring. We're outscoring opponents in the fourth quarter, twenty nine to three. Like that's not I mean, bad at all. That's the offense stepping up and the defense is just enough. But. You're right. In, in this game, the defense, it seemed like they were, they were having issues tackling. They were allowing guys to get yards after the catch, not being able yeah. to, you know, get tech guys to the ground, you know. And, and exactly. It was, it was the fundamental things that, um, that we were lacking on defense. So I think that's uh, contributed to focus more so than anything else, you know, maybe not being as ready for the challenge as they thought they were, you know, because if you mean, if you catch the ball, you know, get them down, you know, it's simple. But if you don't feel like you have to, or you don't even think he's going to catch the ball, or you think he's just going to ball, or you think he's going to be an easy tackle, you know, you kind of underestimate the 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 drive or, the, you know, the, the, like, intensity of the game, you might come out there and miss some tackles and not be able to catch your foot in until the fourth quarter when you really need it, you know, like, mm-hmm. all right, I got to wake up. It's fourth quarter. We got to win. And when that pressure, when that pressure comes up, you know, the strong rise to the to the top. Right, right. And and Colorado going to the, got into the red zone three times and they were held to two field goals, right? And they scored mm-hmm. one on one, they got held on, on field goals. You know, as a defender, um, do you take that as like a, almost like a like a is that a win to you to hold them, you know, from yeah. getting six? Yeah, no, that's a win, especially it depends on where they got the ball in the first place. Mm-hmm. Uh but a field goal, if they get in the red area and you stop them for a field goal, that's a win for defense already, for sure. Right, right. I mean, all that effort to get to the red zone, you can't come up with, you know, you, you come out with it with a field goal. It's not even guaranteed the way kickers have been recently. Right. But, yeah, but uh, Tony Fields it w- was in Montez's face on that. I, I don't know if you saw the fourth down play at the very end of the game. Basically, the game that ended, or the, pe- the play that ended the game, he was in his face on that fourth down play, and uh, he forced Montez to throw, throw, a, throw a high throw that misses receiver. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, they step up when they need to. Now, there was one thing I, I want to say it was like the first kickoff or some some at some point in the first in the first half uh castillo muffed a punt and that he was able to recover dude when i saw that i was like my heart sank to the bottom i was just like oh no like we can't be doing this on special teams man yeah yeah no mistakes in a game like this where there wasn't any turnover turnover, or there was one turnover but our Mm -hmm. defense didn't have any turnovers but a game a game like that uh where it's uh that close and it's coming down to the end uh, you can't you can't beat yourself you know don't beat yourself let let the other team beat themselves you can't 
make mistakes to where it gives the other team a second chance, you know, to make a play. So uh, I think uh, I think our, our guys are very, very well coached, honestly. I think they're well coached, they're prepared, and they have a, um, a finishing mentality. You know, like like you said, that fourth quarter stat you gave, mm-hmm. that's a that's focus, you know, that's a, attention to detail, that's a preparation, and that's a confidence in the team to come to come to, to work, come come to the football game, come to work and finish all sixty minutes of the game. And that's a that's a testament to the preparation of the players and the coaches. Right, right. And um, now let's, let's focus a little bit on the, on the running game a little bit. So J.J. Taylor came out, and I was excited because I was like, oh, we got J.J. back. It's going to be great. But he only ran the ball one time. He got four yards and literally the very first play from, from, from scrimmage for Arizona, and then he was done. I think he had that. He has an ankle issue, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, that, that might running be, uh, back, it's important. No, yeah, ankles are very important. You might need to sit down for a little bit, get healthy, you know. But I'm looking at the stats right now. You know, our longest run was nine yards. Mm-hmm. And you know that's not that's not very explosive at all. Khalil uh, Tate probably had the highest average, five point eight yards, you know, uh, per carry. But um, our our running game uh, did lack. But like uh like you said, Tate had a great game throwing the ball, big game throwing the ball. And I think um they had a lot of great play. That's, I think that's definitely the coaching scheme that mm-hmm. they implemented this week. A lot more passes, a lot more fake screens, you know misdirection some some, a couple runs but it was more big plays fake screen hit the screen run the fake screen again you know run the bubble run the bubble and go Mm -hmm. you know those type of those type of things that they put in this week uh those really helped us uh you know in this explosive game you see um, when you see like people wide open Mm -hmm. you know that's uh that's the play that's the play call that's a good play call or a mistake on the defense but that's good for the coach to put the other team in a bad situation and make it an easy, nice pitch and catch for the receiver. So uh, I think he did. I think he did a lot of. Uh, I think Coach Sumlin did a lot of good things this week in preparing for this game and getting Tate ready to, you know, ball out like he did. Right, and, and again, I got to hand it to Tate. I mean, hamstrings are no. I mean, you know, you ever heard hamstring injury injuries? Uh, no, I usually don't have any uh, no. muscle injuries. I'm more a joint kind of guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, but the hamstrings, like, I mean, maybe I'm just snake, but as a high school player, but, you know, constant hamstring stuff, it hurts just to get out there and jog. So I got to hand it to Khalil to come out and, uh, and uh, you know, ball out like he did. Um, yeah. Now, the running game, like you were saying, there's not much explosiveness. They're, they're, they're spreading the carries out a little weird. Like, Gary Brightwell got 11 carries, only got 27 yards. And, you know, mind you, he was running right into the D-line. And then um, Nathan Tilford got five carries for 23, and he got the two touchdowns in the goal line, I believe. So, I mean, it's a, it's a little weird. Now, we haven't run for 100 yards since the Texas Tech game. So, it seems like we, we – we, I mean, I would really like to get J.J. Taylor back as soon as possible. But Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, that might that's, that seems to be, you know, our missing piece right there in the run game. Right, right. It's, I mean, running back by committee works for, for so long. At some point, you need your leader back in there. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see. Um, all right. Now, the other thing that I was impressed by is Arizona only got one penalty. On the entire game, we were leading. Oh. We're, we 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 were leading coming into this game. Nine penalties per game, leading the Pac-12 in penalties, and we had one an offsides penalty on defensive tackle Ke- uh, Keon Bars. Um, mm-hmm. That's I mean we were talking about this I think last at some point in the last couple episodes. It, that's coaching getting on their players about being disciplined. Yep. Exactly. Clearly a coaching point for the week. Clearly an emphasis that they emphasized all week long, and the team responded. So I, I, we got good coaches. We got some good coaches. Not even gonna lie, I'm seeing a lot of, a lot of fundamentals, a lot of uh, attention to details, a lot of execution. 
So uh, those coaches are doing their thing. No, for sure. Absolutely. Um, all right. And then, uh, yeah, the uh, harping on the penalties, I don't know why, but the penalties always bother me in football, but especially with college teams. But uh, we kind of created penalties sort of on the other on the other end. Colorado came in to this game only averaging five penalties per game. And, and against us alone, eight penalties for 85 yards definitely helped us out. So thank you, Colorado, for helping us out. But <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. Hey, we, we'll take free yards. Any, exactly. Whatever you got, hand them over. Right. So. Exactly. So this week, this week uh, we got Washington on Saturday night. It's 8 p.m. Uh, Pacific time start. I believe that's a Fox Sports game. So if you guys were living on the West Coast, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Everybody else, check your local listings. But we have Washington, who, before their last game, they're coming off a loss to Stanford. They were ranked 15. So even though they're coming off a loss, this is still a pretty big game for us to, to take on a, on, a, on a Huskies team that was just ranked, especially the fact that uh, Arizona, we're getting boats for the top 25. That's pretty solid. So, yeah. um, what do you think about this game coming up, man? Oh, well, it's going to be a big game. Colorado, I mean, uh, sorry, Washington is a uh, 4-2, and two, right? Right. Yeah, I think they've been playing uh, some good football. They've, they've fallen short in conference play at 1-2. and two, mm-hmm. But at 4-2, and two, you know, that, that's pretty good. I think they're favored to to win, actually, even. So, right. This be, this, yeah, this is going to be a good game to set, set – uh, sorry, this is going to be a good game to set Arizona up as one of the leaders in the Pac-12 all together, you know, not just in the South, but in the entire Pac. So, uh, yeah, every every game is a big game, you know. Don't – you shouldn't minimize any games. That's how you slip up and, and lose and when, you, when you're not supposed to, you know, when you should win. Like, you got to take one game at a time. This is the most important uh, game on our list right now. Right, right. So – I watched the uh, the Washington Stanford game, and here's here's what I took away from it. Right, it, it's a pretty big loss for Washington, obviously. <laughs> Taking on a Stanford team that isn't, you know, they're not great, um, and and uh, you know they here's what I saw what Stanford was able to do was they were able to keep the Huskies' offense on the sideline by running the ball. I mean, they're running back uh, Cameron Scarlett. He he ran for 157 yards and a touchdown. That's career high numbers for that man. You know, if we somehow get JJ Taylor back this week and we could do the same and limit the amount of time the Huskies have the ball, I mean, we're looking at a pretty big win here. No, yeah, it'd be a very big win that's coming down, coming down, you know, to the wire. Uh, you know our, you know our MO, run the balls, get turnovers, and let Tate make a big play every, every day. So uh, I think we could adopt that plan for sure. They have a lot, they have a lot to prepare for now. Tate is a weapon, running the ball, passing the ball. Um, if Coach Sumlin can, uh, devise another game plan like he did uh, that that Washington not ready for. Mm-hmm. Then uh, it's going to be another big game for Tate. And I want to see our defense get back on track. Really, I want to see our defense uh, make some more turnover. We got to keep that turnover margin up. Stop mm-hmm. the big plays. Tackle. I'm pretty sure they're tackling all week. Not even tackling, but tackling fundamentals. You know, we had a, we were, sorry we were watching. I was watching the game, mm-hmm. and they were stripping the ball, trying to strip the ball. First man stripping the ball. We got to secure the tackle first. You know. Yeah. I understand you want to get a turnover. We got to emphasize turnovers, but you you gotta you gotta stop the yards after carry first, yards after contact. You know, get them down. Let the second man come get the ball. I think I think we're gonna focus a lot more on the fundamentals this week as far as getting the men down to the ground, and then then the opportunities will come once you handle your business. We gave up too many points last week. Oh, absolutely, yeah, thirty points is a lot. Is is quite a bit, believe me. I know these days with the kind of offenses that they run in, in college football in the NFL, it seems like you know, like it's it, like we want higher scores and whatnot. But really, thirty points is a lot to give up. It's it's oh, pretty yeah. much too much. 
Yeah, I mean, the game is tailored for offense. The offense is high scoring in, in football now, period, with the rules and, the, mm-hmm. you know, the penalties and everything like that. But uh, the good defenses the, – sorry, the good defenses, they don't, they don't use that as an excuse. You know, the Patriots, they don't come out talking about the rules. They mm-hmm. stop the other team. You know, the Bears, they don't come out talking about the rules. They stop the other team. So there are teams that can't win in this in this uh, style of football these days, and there's teams that they can't. There's teams that can win in this style of football. So we are shown that we can, you know, compete and take the ball away and limit yards and, and points. So we just need to do that every week, you know. No matter who you play, you just got to keep it up. New England got the best defense in the league right now, but uh, sorry, just, <laughs> just uh, thinking about that. But, yeah, yeah. we could uh, – we could – we could be consistent, even with all the, all the passing and all you know the points and the penalties and everything. We just gotta, you just gotta not have any excuses. I used to say, uh, I used to say, um, uh, if the sky fell, this dude is not gonna catch the ball. You know, mm-hmm. so that 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 was one of my sayings to myself. You know, like if anything happens, if I slip and fall, I I trip, I'm tired. You know, somebody. They pass interfere me, somebody, you know, anything. If the sky fell right now, mm-hmm. I got to stop this guy from catching the ball. So that's the type of mentality that we got to have. Right. And, and I'm, I'm really hoping uh, uh, that Burns and, and Whitaker get, get on their game this week because, uh, it's, you know, Jacob Eason's the quarterback for, for, for Washington. He got sacked twice last week against Stanford. They kept putting a lot of pressure on him, and they, they, they limited the run. So they, they forced him to throw. Right. And, you know, he, he did, he did throw, I think, I think he had one pick, but I mean, we have the personnel in the, in, in the secondary to pick this guy off a couple times. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And so, and, and so I get what you're saying with the tackling for sure, but I think there's going to be plenty of opportunity for turnovers this weekend. Oh yeah. You know, our, our, our guy, our eyes are always on the prize, you know, in, in the secondary and defense, as you can see, as you can see, I mean, I love, I, I even love the effort trying to get the ball back in the, in the run game as far as the, the strips and everything like that. Like, that's all good and dandy. But let's just focus on our fundamentals. And uh, the opportunities in the pass game, they'll come. If you're in the right place, then, you know, the, if you if you go chasing for it, you're going to get beat. If you let it come to you and take advantage of it when it does come, mm-hmm. then that's how you make the big plays. And, of course, you know, our defense is not going to go two weeks without a turnover. I wouldn't even say, exactly. expect that. Yeah. Yeah, you know, this season has been rare that we don't have turnovers. We're tied number – we're number – I think we're number three. Tied number three with Texas with uh, – I think it's like nine interceptions right now. So, yeah, we got to get back on, on, on the ball on that one for sure. And, um, yeah, and, and, and the tackling, like you said, it's got to be there. The only one – the one guy that stuck that stood out as far as tackling goes is Tony Fields. He had 11 total tackles, 10 of them by himself. So, it's uh, – he's got to bring that again. I need to see, you know, Schooler come back in. You know, right. Burns and Whitaker. Right. Everyone's got to be in the game. All right. Right, you don't have a big game like that. I think you know, being three and one and winning a game like that, you might get ahead of yourself. It's early, so you got you can't get ahead of yourself, you know. But you don't even know that you're getting ahead of yourself because you're just confident in yourself. But you gotta respect your opponents and come out with that same energy, you know, that you had when you didn't have any expectations. Now we got expectations for picks, you know. We got expectations for turnover. We got expectations to hold teams down to you know a certain amount of points. But you don't you don't just make those things happen by expecting them. You gotta actually go do it every week. Right, right. All right, folks. Don't forget that game is this weekend. Washington is in in uh, comes in Arizona Stadium in Tucson, Arizona. Check your local distance listings for details. That, ladies and gentlemen, is gonna do it for us tonight. Please remember to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast outlet. You can follow Shaq on social media. Shaq, what is your uh, yeah. social media stuff? 
Yeah, follow me on Twitter. Dreams are for real. Us. Sorry, that's my Instagram. Twitter mm-hmm. is dr4 uh, rich underscore r i c h h. That's dr4 underscore r i c h h. That's my Twitter. Hit me up. There you go, folks. And I'm on Twitter at elot32. Thank you for believing. We'll see you guys next time. Go Wildcats. Yeah, bear down. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.